We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sanchez gets hit, the ball is loose, and it's alive. And then going into the end zone is Steve Gregory. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And it was the backside of Brandon Moore. To knock the ball out. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. KM to AM. Keith McPherson checking in. Your nighttime host. You got me until morning time. Oh, man. I went to sleep last night. I stayed up. Not that late. I'm just washed. Stayed up to watch the Knicks beat the Celtics. I went to sleep thinking, man, today is going to be nonstop. Go New York. Go New York. Go. Today is going to be Knicks Central, you know where to find the Knicks conversation. 1019, oh wait, hold on. Derek Carr? What's this? Who that? Who that nation? Who that said they gonna beat them Saints to the punch? The Saints get their guy and everything changes. We're back to the Aaron Rodgers conversation. If you've listened to me, I've tried to do everything else but talk about Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) If you've listened to me, I picked up hockey in the last year. I think I'd probably go to hockey, whether it's the Rangers, which we'll get to later in the night, or my Devils, which we'll certainly get to at some point. I usually am the guy going to hockey out of nowhere, right? Like, who would have thought? Well, we got to talk about this one now. Now it is the time. If you listened to me last week, I said this would be the week, folks. Look at the NFL calendar. This would be the week that we actually would have some real tangible things to talk about instead of people tweeting things, which you can't believe Twitter. I go to bed last night, and I put in my notes, hey, they're saying Derek Carr is leaning towards being a Jet. No way. Really? That means nothing. Who do you trust? Aaron Rodgers said no one is in his circle of trust. Aaron Rodgers, I still don't trust you to come to the Jets. It's right there. But let's start with Derek Carr. So late late last night, uh, I I see that Derek Carr reportedly has a slight lean to sign with the Jets. A slight lean towards the Jets? Okay. For weeks I've been saying, he's younger. You just got to pay him. You don't have to give up picks. He's a church guy. He's a family guy. He's not going to be a distraction. Why not go get him? He came here. He actually came here as his first stop as a free agent. He went to see the Saints while he was still under control of the Raiders. But I also said to you guys, imagine him leaving that Italian restaurant in Summit, New Jersey and getting in the car 
and turning on WFAN and hearing all the conversation about he's a bum. He can't play in the cold. He doesn't win. This guy can't win you a championship. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. And then he starts to think about it. Yeah, actually, I don't want to be in the cold. I'm going from dome to dome. I'm going from a dome team to another dome team in a division that has no quarterbacks. In the South where I should have a pretty good chance of making the playoffs. (laughs) This guy signs today and now it's Aaron Rodgers or bust. Literally, now it's Aaron Rodgers or what do you do? You default into the other quarterbacks that aren't up there after you've been singing Aaron Rodgers praises. I told you last week, it's giving me left at the altar vibes. Here we go, Jets fans. The Jets fans don't deserve this. They've gone through enough. They just want a quarterback that can help them win some games. Well, one is off the board, and I was waiting to see what Derek Carr's contract looked like. And uh, we'll get to Daniel Jones in a second because this impacts Daniel Jones. So I'm waiting on the contract information. He's got a three-year deal. And, uh, man, they talk they break it down. They've been talking about it all day. Derek Carr signing bonus, $28.5 million. And uh, Derek Carr, when he signs his deal, next thing you know later today, one other former Jet, right? Geno Smith signs his deal. So for all the folks last week that were saying 48 million, 45 million, 40 million for Daniel Jones, and I was telling you, I don't know how you're even entertaining that. He, he's not getting that. You have two veteran quarterbacks that signed today, and uh, they, they didn't get Daniel Jones' expected money. I understand that athletes first might be putting something out there. You can't believe everything you read on Twitter. Twitter's not real, so... The Saints and Derek Carr agreed to a four-year, $150 million deal with $100 million in total guarantees. We'll get to Lamar Jackson as well. So if Derek Carr is signing for around $37, $38 million a year, what, what, what does that say about what Daniel Jones is going to command? This is a great night for Jets fans to call and weigh in because I think that there are half and half. There are some Jets fans that feel like, man, we we lost out on the guy. This guy might have been the better option. He's younger, blah, blah, blah. I just went through it. And then there's also Jets fans who feel like, okay, whatever. We're big fish hunting. There's There's only really been one target. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers. And he's still out there. But that's the thing. He's still out there. And we don't know what he's thinking or what he's feeling. And now this week, Guys start to come off the board because the tag is out there. And, you know, now we're seeing a Tony Pollard from the Cowboys gets tagged. We already knew Josh Jacobs is going to get tagged. And now you're going to see how the chips fall. The draft is coming up. The combine is over. Decisions have to be made. Tomorrow is the 7th, and the franchise tag window closes. Will they tag Daniel Jones? Supposedly his people are here in New Jersey. And, you know, I think leverage swung a little bit into the favor of the Giants with this today. What did Geno Smith sign for? Hmm, let me hit my notes. Geno Smith, and I just read Rich Samini's tweet. Uh, Geno Smith signed for three years, but Rich just said that that's the largest contract that a Jets draft pick has ever signed for. <laughs> Jets fans, you you deserve better. But Geno Smith, I know some people floated around Geno Smith 
What would you pay him? Who would you rather have? Geno Smith is getting $52 million guaranteed on his new deal. So where does that leave the Jets in their search for a quarterback? Yeah, I get it. Aaron Rodgers or nothing. But there's a good chance it could be nothing. And where does that leave the Giants and their fans on a deal with Daniel Jones when you're seeing these two guys? This is what we're going to talk about tonight. We will definitely get to the Knicks. I watched that whole game last night. And no, I'm not a Knicks fan, but I don't hate the Knicks. I hate Knicks fans that are obnoxious. And and like for the last few years that the Knicks weren't good, always had something to say about my little old Nets. Let us live. Let us have our teeth. And in the last couple weeks now, since the trade deadline, I told you, hey, this is all part of it, right? Katie and Kyrie, get out of here. Let these Knicks fans have their time. It has been a long time for a lot of them, and a lot of them weren't born in the 90s. A lot of them didn't see Mellow or don't remember. These young kids, let these young kids have their time. That's nine wins in a row. That's IQ getting an opportunity to play the most minutes. What do you play, 55 minutes? That's IQ rising to the occasion. I heard Evan getting at his celebration. Come on, Ev. We got to give it a break, bro. We got to give it a break. When it was our turn to be the kings of New York, when it was our turn to talk about Katie and Kyrie coming here, we all danced around, pranced around, celebrated it, threw it in their faces, won nine in a row against the Knicks. Like, it is now a Knicks town and a Knicks time. If you ever thought it wasn't, the Knicks are hot. They're rolling. They're looking like an actual team in the East that can contend. And I will be taking calls on the Knicks tonight. I I started watching Tiki and Tierney this morning, and they opened up, go New York, go New York, go. We are the New York Knicks and all of that, and I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. It's got nothing to do with my Nets, who found a way to knock down the Celtics. You're welcome, Knicks fans. They took a couple punches from us, and then you were able to knock them down. We did it in regulation, but whatever. A win is a win. You didn't have Jalen Brunson, so that's a solid win. That's an opportunity for your whole team to take a step back. Oh, yeah, well, if they lose to the Celtics, whatever. They didn't have Jalen Brunson. No, they fought. They refused to lose. And then my Knicks got a win, or my Nets get a win Sunday night, and then I watched the, the Knicks win, and I wasn't rooting against the Knicks. Against the Celtics, I hate the Celtics. I told you already, I hate their parquet floor. I hate their stupid jerseys. Now they got these Celtic dark green jerseys and they wear their black jerseys think those are cool and they're not the black and green doesn't really work their fans are super obnoxious they wear chains uh they they have uh celtic hats celtic hats like they wear leprechaun hats i'm not a fan of anything that goes on in boston so i was rooting for the knicks to win that game so much so i stayed up and watched multiple overtimes until it was done we will be taking calls on the knicks tonight but i want to hear from you about your Jets and your Giants and the quarterback situation because now with Geno Smith signing, now with really Derek Carr signing, those guys coming off the board and you seeing what type of contracts these guys are getting, right? There's a lot of things in play here. These guys want to be signed, sealed, and delivered to attract other free agents to come their way. We're, we're walking into that. These guys want to be signed, sealed, and delivered so they can get in the building and start training and helping their teams get ready for the next season. The new league year is upon us. Where's Aaron Rodgers? Is he in a rush to come over here? Is he going to retire? I don't think he retires just off the fact that I don't think he wants to go into Canton with Tom Brady. But now they're saying, hey, hold on. Maybe Tom Brady isn't going to stay retired. 
look out for Miami. I saw that today, and I'm like, oh, here we go. Aaron Rodgers, he's not going to retire. Brady's going to come back. Taking your calls at 877-337-6666. Zach Rosenblatt will join me at 8 8 o'clock. He's a lead reporter on this thing, right? He's reporting for the Jets, for the Athletic, and we'll talk all Jets football with him, so get your calls in before we do that. And then I have another guest potentially joining me after... Excuse me, after the Yankees play, the Yankees are up right there, and I thought Judge just hit a homer right there. (laughs) That one went foul. That was almost a homer by like six feet. Uh, Yankees are up 3-0. The game is on Yes Network. We will definitely have eyes on that, and we'll be talking about that as well. And we will get to the hockey talk at some point later tonight. Of course, it was tough for the Rangers fans to see the Rangers go up to Boston. Speaking of hating Boston and lose this weekend, Against the Bruins. The Bruins are tough. What can I say? But my Devils got a win yesterday. Timo Meyer. Hello, it's Timo time. The guy scores nine minutes into the game. And the Devils finish that one, winning 5-4 in overtime. So all is good with the puck. I saw Jose Quintana went down. And uh, he will have to rest a little bit for your New York Mets. But good news, he won't be in the World Baseball Classic, which starts in two days I think Team USA meets for media day tomorrow. I got a bunch of stuff to talk about, but I want to get to this break as soon as I can so that we can line up your calls so that we can actually get into the sports conversations that have to be had tonight. And then we'll have my guests come in and we'll keep it rolling. We've got five hours. I'm taking your calls, your takes, your thoughts. This is Keith McPherson. You're listening to The Fan. Let's take the break right now so we can get right back. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We have a mic and you have a phone. 
Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. Monday night, March 6th. Keith McPherson on the fan. Who is that? The nighttime host here. Hopefully at this point you've heard me at least once or twice. If you give me five minutes or five hours, I hopefully can entertain and maybe educate, maybe teach you something you don't know or make you laugh or who knows, man. We're just passing the time. We're sports fans, right? So we're talking sports. You guessed it. I'm in here watching the Yankees and uh, my my boy Anthony Volpe. I don't know. I don't like the 77 on Anthony Volpe. It, it's too connected to Clint Frazier. It's too soon. That can't be his number when he eventually comes up. His number should be zero. Domingo Herman snagged that. Obviously, Carlos Rodon took 55. Domingo went from 55 to zero. But that last that last single digit, you know why I would want Anthony Volpe to have that last single digit. 77 is a no-go. Anywho, speaking of New York and uh, our New York teams... Paulie, the mic is open for you. Paulie, let me know that Mike Garofolo, while I was doing my open, put some tweets out about your New York Giants. He said, while the Giants work on Daniel Jones' deal, GM Joe Shane briefly met with running back Saquon Barkley today. It was a positive meeting by all accounts with the continued hope from both sides that they can make it work. Let's see what happens with Jones first. And then he quotes his own tweet, as many of us do, to add to it. And he says, As for Daniel Jones, nothing seems imminent tonight. Sounding like it'll come down to the wire to see if the Giants can get something done before the 4 p.m. franchise tag deadline tomorrow. Bum, bum, bum. This is it, folks. Like Now is the week to really be having these conversations because... I told you last week, look at the NFL calendar and just type in NFL important dates into Google and it'll tell you February 21st to March 7th franchise transition tag window and NFL combine that just ended today. Actually, it was from the 28th to the 6th. Obviously, there's no one, um, I think, on TV or working out. And if you watch the combine like I did this weekend, I'd love to have some conversations about that, but we'll, we'll save that for later in the night. Pro days are going to start up. Everybody can't wait to see Bryce Young's pro day. Even though he came in at 5'10 and uh, some change and a little bit lighter. Like, this guy's smaller than Kyler Murray. Different player than Kyler Murray. Smaller than Kyler Murray. Uh, The pro days will start tomorrow, and they will run all the way through the rest of the month. And uh, the legal tampering period is March 13th through 15th. And uh, the new league year is upon us, like I said, next week, March 15th. We will be in the new league year and um, keep an eye on free agents. There's talk about where Odo Beckham Jr. is going to sign. Where is DeAndre Hopkins going to be traded to? Um, Where is Jalen Ramsey going to be traded to? We'll we'll get into all of that later in the night. Um, Let me see, man. The thing about me, you know, I'm straight up radio host, so... Um, right now the calls aren't up on the screen, Polly. <laughs> I don't even know how to get in the not, program. You see no calls? Nothing. I'm just on the the main home screen. Neo screener. I got it from here. Yeah, I figured. Uh, I don't. I, hey, we we pull back the curtain. I don't have to keep talking and try and like flag you down. 
<laughs> we we let you in. I, I never board opt. I never got the experience of uh, doing the technical side here. I had to grind my way in on the outside to just come in and be a host. But, yeah, no calls on my screen. I did want to go straight to those calls, and we'll get there in a second. So um, with the quarterback stuff, right, I said I wanted to talk about Lamar Jackson. I started talking about Lamar Jackson and the hype for that potential trade way before Aaron Rodgers came to play. Like, way before that was what was dominating WFAN conversations. I'm like, yo, what about Lamar? He's been out. He's probably not going to return, and he didn't. He didn't return for their playoff loss. And I think the guy's uh, over it. I don't think they want to pay him, and I don't think he wants to play on a tag. So as you're waiting on this Daniel Jones stuff, as you're waiting on this Aaron Rodgers stuff, you should also be waiting on what happens with Lamar Jackson. Okay, now we've got the calls up. Hmm, eeny, meeny, miny, moe, Jets QB, Jets QB, Derek Carr, NFL QBs. <laughs> My guy Josh in the Bronx goes first. Um, well, what can I say? Round and round she goes, Keith. And wherever they go, they go. I mean, you know, now it's the 6th of, of March and you have and you have the 15th coming in about nine days. So, you know, you, it's just like you say, wait and see and everything. But it's getting, it's getting interesting. You know, I, I wanted to talk some other stuff, but, you know, this is, where, this is what you're serving now, and I respect that and everything. But when you get into those meaty items like the Yankees and talking, you know, who's going to end up where and everything, that's where I want to be listening to the callers as they call. And you know me, Keith, man. Thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to lead you off with that. Thank you for taking my call. Thanks, Josh. You know, Josh is very supportive. He gets me hyped for my shows, whether it's a day before my show. I can scroll through Twitter, and somebody's excited about me coming on WFAN. So shout-out to Josh. And, Josh, and yeah, we're going to get into the conversations around the Yankees. I get it. Everybody wants Volpe and Jason Dominguez uh, fast-tracked and on the opening day roster. Uh, spoiler alert, it's not happening. But the Yankees are making it happen right now. And that, and that second inning... They scored six runs, and that game's on Yes Network. So for all the diehard Yankees fans that want to see some Yankees baseball, I already mentioned Anthony Volpe. He's on second base now, I believe. Uh, I already mentioned Domingo Herman, who's on the mound tonight wearing that number zero. I don't think Jason Dominguez was in. I mean, he usually isn't in a starting lineup. We might see him later on. Willie Calhoun was in the starting lineup, and there's been some chatter around Rafael Ortega, Willie Calhoun, Aaron Hicks, you know, these guys uh, competing for that left field spot. So we'll have the Yankees conversation. I may have a guest joining me around uh, whenever this game ends. So 9, 30, 10. But let's take another call. Richie is in Queens on the fan. Hello, Richie. Richie, go. Richie, come on. Bro. All right. Richie is now on hold, folks. And eventually, Richie's going to listen to WFAN and realize he missed his opportunity. But his opportunity will come back again. Let's go to Matt in the Bronx. What's up, Matt? You're on the fan. Yo, Keith, what's going on, man? I love what you're doing with the show. 
Thanks, um, man. Thanks for calling. What you got? No, nah, definitely, man. I just wanted to say I'm a starving Knicks fan. So what I'm seeing right now is, is unbelievable, and, and I'm very psyched, but I'm trying to keep my wits about me. I don't want to get too overeager, but um, I have some pessimism. Sometimes I feel like, oh, no, are they going to go on a, another little losing streak again? But I truly feel with this group that they've turned the corner. And I just wanted to get an opinion. I know you're a Nets fan, but how far do you think this team could go? I think at least out of the first round. Obviously, you know, anything could happen, but, you know, hoping for the best, but not trying to get too over-psyched yet. And I understand that. Thanks for the call, Matt. I understand Knicks fans not trying to get too far ahead of themselves because you don't want to be burned, right? I understand Knicks fans... And there's two ends of the, of the spectrum, right? There are some Knicks fans talking about Eastern Conference Finals representing the East in the Finals because of this nine-game stretch. Then there are other Knicks fans saying, hey, we got to slow our roll. Like, this is a good run, but this is still a new team. Undefeated in the Josh Hart era. Okay, you know, the Celtics lost to the Nets Friday, and then we got the best of them last night. It was... The first half of a back-to-back, eyes on the NBA as well. The Celtics will face the Cavs tonight, and uh, that game is actually underway. Boston leads 21-18, so we'll we'll keep an eye on that. But as a Nets fan, or as uh, Evan likes to call it, an independent basketball observer, I think that the Knicks have a good team. And I know everybody says, you got to lose to know how to win. They've lost a ton, this group. IQ has been on the team that has taken some tough losses. Julius Randle has been on the team that took some tough losses. Tom Thibodeau has coached this team through some tough losses, and they don't look like the team that crumbled in fourth quarter anymore. They don't look like the team that was letting guys go off for 30, 40 points, multiple guys. They don't look like the team that had 20-point leads and let them evaporate. This is a team that has gone through it, and watching them last night, like I said, I was not rooting against the Knicks. Something told me they they refuse to lose. They're going to win this game. They're going to win this game. Th- these guys do not want their streak to end. They had every reason to say, well, the Celtics are the number two team in the East. They represented the East in the finals last year without Jalen Brunson, who is the leader of the team by a lot, who is the reason that they are what they are this year. I think the rest of the guys stepped up and showed you something. Of course, IQ is getting all of the talk and conversation because he played 55 minutes. He dropped 38 points. He threw his arms up in celebration. I don't know what that dance he does. He's got like a a three-point dance. He's he's got a few dances, whatever. I like to see a guy like that skipping around, having fun, especially in Boston. He was leading the way. He got a chance to start, and he made sure everybody saw him. He made sure everybody knew his name by the end of that game. But you also have to give credit to Julius Randle. There's 31 points from Julius Randle, who with Julius, he's going to have his moments. He's going to have moments where you shake your head at the guy, but then he's got moments where he's hitting shots. When he hit that shot before the buzzer in the corner again, similar to like he hit the shot against Miami Friday night, you can see him. Someone said something to him, and he, he mouthed the words, I'm like that. I'm like that. Just, you know, nonchalantly, I'm like that. And R.J. Barrett, for as many people that want to kill R.J. Barrett and say his game isn't there, he's a nice guy, but this was a number three overall pick. 
He gave you some good minutes last night. He gave you 20, 29 points last night. With the absence of Brunson, these guys rose to the occasion. I should have bet that game last night, too. I was thinking about it, but I lost money on the KD Kyrie uh, reunion with the Suns and the Mavs, and I lost money on the uh, Nets-Hornets game. It sucked. Cam Johnson, I had some bets lined up with him, and he goes out of the game for a little bit. That blows all my parlays. But it is what it is. For the Knicks fans listening, uh, don't listen to me as a Nets fan. I'm, this has nothing to do with me as a Nets fan. Enjoy the ride. And don't put a cap on it, but also don't, like, think that they can't surprise you. Didn't Haven't they surprised you in these last nine games? Didn't they surprise you last night? Like, the whole reason you're a fan is because you believe in the team, because you want to win. Stay down till you come up. They're starting to come up some, but these are regular season wins. Let the chips fall where they may. Right now, they are the fifth seed. They're two games up of the Brooklyn Nets. They're one game behind the Cavaliers. Let's see if the Cavaliers beat Boston. Boston is reeling. Boston is a team that I said on this station, I think can go win the finals, can go get back to the finals. I felt like they were on a war path from last year to this year, but it's a long season. It's 82 games. Maybe they're running out of gas some here. It's March, and we'll talk March Madness in a bit, but March Madness has already hit the NBA. The NBA this weekend was crazy. Tommy is in New Hyde Park. What's up, Tommy? You're on the fence. Keith, how you doing? I'm great. Thanks for calling. I uh, remember when I talked to you about a week and a half ago, I said we should definitely sign Carr. Mm-hmm. Not wait, because I don't think Aaron Rodgers is coming yet. So we made a mistake, and I think it's going to haunt us, and we're going to end up with Garoppolo or somebody. What do you think? I think this can end up haunting Jets fans, and I and I feel bad about it. I really do. Because the Bulgars Jets. Jet, jet, yeah, chip, you know. Same old Jets, typical Jets, if they're not able to land Aaron Rodgers, because that's where they're in a corner now, right? That's what this has come to. It's Aaron Rodgers, and no matter who else they sign, unless they can figure out how to get Lamar Jackson, it's going to be less than what you've been talking about for the last 50 days. Yeah. And I, I feel like Derek Carr was a good option, but you heard so many people talk him down. You heard so many people talk about what he wasn't, because they're comparing him to Aaron Rodgers as if this is prime Aaron Rodgers. This isn't a 31-year-old Aaron Rodgers. It is a 31-year-old Derek Carr. Rodgers right. is 39, and he's getting quirkier and quirkier. Uh, the more ayahuasca and darkness retreats he has to do, like this guy might be further and further away from the quarterback that you imagine. But so many people have put him miles ahead of Derek Carr. Now you got to get him. If you don't get him now... I guess it's Jimmy G. I guess it's potentially a Baker Mayfield. I I don't know. None of them are going to be at the level of Aaron Rodgers. If you did sign a Derek Carr, I think he would have been a good enough consolation prize. Keith, Keith, that's my problem. Why do they always screw everything up? Do you think Aaron Rodgers has really come to the Jets? I don't. And I've I've been on record saying this guy, I just, I don't see the way that he, unless this, right? And thanks for the call, Tommy. Unless this guy is so full of himself that he's really loving all of this talk and attention that we've given him since the week before the Super Bowl, two weeks before, since he was out, right? Really, since since the playoffs started and, and the Packers were out, we've been talking Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. If this guy is so full of himself that he wants to come here and be anointed as a savior, 
if he wants to come here and be this, like, he, if, if Aaron Rodgers comes here, the conversation shifts in New York. The Giants were a good story last year. Aaron Rodgers comes here. Everybody's talking about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets and what they could be, and immediately they are put in the conversation as Super Bowl contenders, even if they're not really. That would be the talk for months until we get to the season. And they open the season, the Hall of Fame game. So as soon as we see NFL football again, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is on the Jets. He could have retired this year. He could have started his clock on Ken. Instead, he decides to follow in the footsteps of Brett Favre. But unlike Brett Favre, let's see if he can actually take the Jets the distance. And let's see if he can give the Jets multiple years. And let's see how he works with Garrett Wilson. And let's see how he works under, you know what I'm saying? Nathaniel Hackett. Where is he? Can we get Nathaniel Hackett on the line? He is supposed to be the tie to Aaron Rodgers. They're supposed to be besties. They're supposed to be good friends. Well, at this point, it is Aaron Rodgers or anybody else that is not on the level. Like, even if it's Jimmy G. And Jimmy G is, has some rumors. I don't believe any of these rumors anymore, but Jimmy G is to have rumored interest with the Raiders. He played under Josh McDaniel in New England. Makes sense. Robert Sala, he was on the same team as, but Robert Sala is a defensive guy. He's got no connection to Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> Let, let's see. <laughs> let's see where this actually goes. In Connecticut, Brian, you're on the fan. Go for it. Yo, what's up? KM to the AM. You're, what up, what up, what up? Yo, all right. So, first thing, the Jets, like, uh, I, I've had enough of hearing about, you know, Farvra and... Aaron Rodgers, we need him. He has to come here oh, now. Come on, Jimmy, Jimmy G, Aaron Rodgers. I, I've heard enough. I saw, I saw Brett Favre play for the the Jets, and I had enough of it. Like it, it wasn't, it wasn't anything. Super anything Bowl if Aaron Rodgers gets here, guaranteed trip to the Super Bowl in the stacked yo, AFC. Yo, yo, yo! It's <laughs> just that is just like the same thing I heard up here in Connecticut. We had an ESPN guy. Shouting out when the Yankees got uh, Pudge Rodriguez. Yo, they're making the super. They're making the World, World Series, Series. No matter book what, it. done deal. <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, that's not happening. Anyway, anyway. So the Knicks, Knicks are tearing it up right now, and I, I have like zero trust in them whatsoever. Even though like they are my my team, ride or die. But my big thing is like. They still just give up way too much in trades. They they got Cam Reddish and gave away a first-round pick. They gave away Cam Reddish and gave away a first-round pick. Do you remember all the times that like they traded and got rid of and came back with Marcus Camby? How many first-round picks did they give away for this guy and give him back? Like, well, I'm just... With, with, with Josh know, Hart. I, I I can't really knock any Josh Hart trade because he has been what the Knicks need and they haven't lost with him. And they didn't trade their draft capital away. They have plenty picks. But they yo, but they still gave away a first round pick for him. So it was uh, a per- protected protected first round pick. Yeah, kind of you know, kind of a waste, right? You you traded with Atlanta to get the guy, and he didn't do anything for you, so you had to trade him again. You kind of give up picks twice. I understand you, it's not you the, gave up. Ter- you gave up two first round picks for Josh Hart, essentially. Yeah, but you know, a lot and of these GMs they say f those picks. They don't care about those picks. And now the Knicks are winning, so they're not they're not worried about picks or trades. They have a cohesive unit that knows how to play defense. They make shots. They share the ball. 
And I mean, for a long time, Knicks fans have been waiting for a team that they felt like restored the feeling from the 90s Knicks. These guys are tough. These guys are gritty. Slow, These yo, guys refuse to down. lose. They slow have an down, attitude. Slow down, John Starks. Slow down, John Starks. We're not in the 90 Knicks. They're restoring the right feeling. Now. They're certainly not the 90s <laughs> Knicks, but I think they're restoring the feeling of those kind they're, of teams. They're trying. They're trying. They're trying. They're trying. All right. Nine wins on their right, way. Thanks, thanks, Keith, bro. Thanks for the call. And, uh, I mean, we're taking calls on the Knicks. We're taking calls on the Jets situation. We're taking calls on the Giants and Daniel Jones, which tomorrow, that'll be the night. Uh, <laughs> Carton and Roberts will be on when that deadline hits, and they'll be on before that. So that's an easy plug for the number one show in the afternoon. You'll probably be listening anyway. But they'll be live at 4 p.m. for the deadline. We'll know uh, some things. But back to the Knicks. I'm glad people are calling about the Knicks. We can do both at the same time. We can, we can do both. We can, was it, chew gum and walk at the same time? We can, we can chew gum and walk at the same time. Uh, whichever one of those you want to be the Aaron Rodgers conversation, whichever one of those you want to be the Knicks conversation is perfectly fine. The Knicks right now, I think, you know, similar to the Jets fan base and even the Mets fan base, there's so many pessimistic fans in the fan base that, like, you can't enjoy this success. You can't enjoy this run right now. You want to look at things like, oh, the Cam Registrate. What does it matter? Look at Josh Hart. That's a good trade. You want to look at things and uh, try and spin them to say, oh, this won't work or this won't last or this isn't real or, you know, they're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Maybe it doesn't drop for a while, right? When I'm looking at the Knicks schedule, the Knicks just beat the Celtics, and, and that was a game that people were saying, oh, well, let's see if they go to Boston and beat the Celtics. Well, they, they beat the Celtics last Monday, a week ago, in the real garden. They go up there to TD Garden, Boston Garden. It takes overtimes, but they get it done. Now they're going to face the Hornets. The Hornets are still licking their wounds from last night. That game was over in the first 5-10 minutes. So the Knicks will have a holly jolly Christmas tomorrow night when the Hornets come to Madison Square Garden. Then they hit the road. And uh, I just said this about my Nets because the Nets are going on the road and they've got four games. They're going to face Houston, Milwaukee, Minnesota, Denver. Road trips are for these guys to bond, for these guys to come together and really see what they're made of and see what, you know, they do against teams in their own arenas and not, you know, not for nothing. I think they can beat the Kings. It's going to be a test. I think they can beat the Clippers. It's going to be a test. They certainly can beat the Lakers and the Trailblazers. What happens if they go undefeated on the road trip? What are we going to say uh, next Tuesday, next Wednesday? I don't know. Just enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. They're winning games. You've seen the Knicks lose so many games. Enjoy the fact that you're sitting down to watch your team play, and you can be fired up from the time they tip the ball off until you know the, the, the last buzzer sounds. The Knicks are a good team. The Knicks are winning games. They have figured it out. Let's go to Al in Keyport. Hello, Al. What's up, Keith? I saw you on TV the other day. It's nice to know who I'm talking to. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for watching and calling the show. Yeah. No, that's cool. Uh, about Aaron Rodgers. Like, I didn't play football and usually I won't call about a sport I didn't play. But it's not It's not really about his ability. Well, it is kind of. 
if he wanted to play, he would have signed already. He's just playing everybody. He, his heart, he got all that money and he can just do just, he's like Kyrie Irving. He's doing whatever he wants right now. It's a shame the Jets got stuck in this position because it's like the LeBron thing. They don't have no backup plan, you know, and it's, it's, it's terrible. One thing about the Knicks, their perimeter defense stinks. <laughs> There's a positive note. But anyway, Aaron Rodgers, though, it, yeah, I just don't. I just don't think he's into it. He's just playing everybody. And when he he's so old, when he comes to the Jets, if he does, he's not going to be like he was. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. just he's going to be like a, a a Brett Favre. If he's not into it, he don't really care. He's not going to play good. Like Carr was dying to get signed and play. The guy yeah. really wanted to play. This guy here, he's just fooling around with everybody. That's what I think. You know, it's just. Just my opinion. You know about opinions. But anyway, that's what I think about Aaron Rodgers. He's just fooling around, and he's, his heart's not in it. It wasn't even in it last year. He got all that bread, and he just don't have no incentive anymore, I think. Really, and he's old. You know, he don't want that. None of them guys want to get hurt when they get old. Like Brady, he should have never came back. He's lucky he didn't get hurt. That's all I have to say, Keith. Hey, Keith, one other thing I want to ask you. There was a guy that played on Asbury Park High School a long time ago in the 60s, and his name was Rich McPherson. You related to him? Rich McPherson. I don't know. Uh, If any of my family members are listening, Rich McPherson. There's a good chance. You you don't want it. But no, he was, he was like a, a blue chip guy that like in the Shore Conference years ago, they like, they had this coach, Larry Hennessy, that would coach Neptune and he'd bring in, he'd recruit guys and stuff. And Asbury did it too with this McPherson. He would, he came in, they pulled him out of the blue. He showed up. He was like six, eight and he was a big body too. And, uh, he, he was good. He dominated, but they didn't, they didn't win everything. But, uh, yeah, that's, I was just wondering. I know you're from the Shore. That's all. Yeah. I have to look him they up. They used to pack Convention Hall in Asbury Park when Bob Berg was on St. Rose and all that. The, the Holiday Jubilee Tournament, it yeah. was unbelievable. That's way With back. Christian Brothers and everything. It was, it was really They need deal. to bring that back. I, I know there's a probably you know small chance that they put a court in Convention Hall now and start the Holiday they Tournament up. The, I played on it. It had dead spots all over. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was unbelievable. And the baskets were a little high and tight they were. I can still remember. Thanks for the call, Al. We got a break here uh, so that we can come back and get another call or two in before I bring in Zach Rosenblatt. But I think we're hearing your thoughts, right? Like, I kind of agree with Al. I think that Aaron Rodgers is addicted to the power. He likes to play like, oh, yeah, well, tune me out if you don't like what I'm doing. It's my life. It's my career. Okay. Well, there's other people's lives and careers involved with your life. In your career, I think you're addicted to the spotlight. I think you're addicted to the power that comes with it. And for Jets fans, hope that he's addicted to the power so much that he sees how much power he would have coming here to New York. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Well, the New York Yankees have won the last game at Yankee Stadium on September 21st, 2008. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Hey, 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 hey. Hello. All right. Before Zach Rosenblatt joins us to talk more about the Jets and Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers, let's see if I can clear these three calls. One, two, three, let's go. Young Josh is in Passaic on the fan. Hello, Josh. 
Hey, Keith, how you doing? Good, man. Thanks for calling. All right, so with the uh, Nets, I remember Paulie was on, I think it was yesterday morning. Yeah, it was pretty early Sunday. And like we, I said that, I don't know if Nets wouldn't meant a lot to me because no one like the Dodgers play the Pirates in a four-game series. It's not surprising the Pirates pull out one. Now, I rather they give the Nets a nice amount of confidence, right, to end up beating a bad team. You know, the Hornets were without Lamar Ball, and they're horrible, but usually the Nets find a way to lose those games. So definitely getting some confidence from the Celtics win. I mean, there's only so much you could take from, you know, one game. I I think for the Nets, I can speak to the Nets. They hadn't practiced. And when you saw them get smoked by the Knicks and you saw them just get run off the floor, like they, they spoke to the fact of like not having any time to to gel and actually implement the defenses and the strategies that were there. So I think they just got caught with one foot in the All-Star break. They lost the four games after the all-star break four game losing streak and then they finally righted the ship against boston and it came at the perfect time boston was about to have 11 straight wins against the nets they were able to do what katie and Kyrie weren't able to do they knock off the celtics and then they come back home and they handle business against the hornets and they're they're finding their identity so it's all good right and they finally remembered that they need a center or backup center so we'll see what so they Noel signed nerland's noel good job haven't mentioned that yet. And uh, I'm not expecting Nerlens Noel to be uh, as good as Nick Claxton or any other. You know, he's a backup center. He's just got to be better than Dayron Sharp has been. And the Nets cannot rely on Ben Simmons to play at all. So there goes your other option for a backup center. Welcome in Nerlens Noel, a sixth overall pick. Uh, was, you know, one of the top guys coming out 10 years ago. He's 28 now. Hopefully he's got a little bit left in the tank to help the Nets. And with the Devils, now that they got Timo Meyer, their offense is just really good. I think the way you could com- put them, like, versus the Bruins, right, the offenses are pretty much the same. The defense, Bruins have a slightly better one. But then you look at the goaltending one, and hopefully Vancek pulls it together, and remind us of what he was at the beginning of the season. Because then we could really be equally matched with the Bruins. Keith, have a good night. Thanks for the call, Josh. I am not about to say that the Devils are equal to the Bruins in anything. I'm just, I'm not there yet in my fandom, in my learning of the sport. And I did turn on Rangers Bruins this weekend, yesterday, and um, or maybe it was Saturday. The days are all a blur, and I think the Bruins are really good. Uh, we'll see how it, how it all shakes out. The Rangers are good. The Devils are good. It's going to be a good run for the playoffs. Let's get another call in. James is in North Arlington, New Jersey on the fan. Hello, James. Hello, thank you very much. Uh, we got, we're all waiting for you to come down to uh, to Newark. I and mean, I want to talk about Daniel Jones, but i got to bring up the Devils real quick. I like that last caller. I mean, we know you're a Devils fan. And um, you, know, you know what? Maybe we have a good omen because Bruce Driver today just won his third championship for Morris Beard. He coaches girls hockey. And they, and they won today 2-1, to one, uh, which is kind of cool. I mean, you know, Bruce is doing a fine job. As a, uh, as, a, as a retired devil coaching women in nice. hockey. So uh, as I was down there watching the high school hockey, but uh, we, we, we need you to come to a game. And let me tell you something. Uh, everyone's waiting for you. They're, they're very excited. I've we been to a few games. I just I, I lay low. I don't wear my McPherson jersey anymore. I kind of just stayed to myself. Paulie and I went to um, the Jets game. Uh, I went to the Ottawa Senators game. Oh, you were I there? To, oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I pretty much oh. let people know on air that I'm going, but I'm not running around the stadium like, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but 
Okay, that's good. Uh, but back to Daniel Jones. If, if they, the talk today to me was very confusing because what I don't understand, it seems like Boomer has the best grasp on Daniel Jones. And actually, I got to give Boomer a lot of credit. And I, and I guess as the as the president, uh, uh, he was the president of the union. I think a lot of people forget. Even though he made a million dollars, he still went on strike. And I have a feeling that it's funny that they didn't retire his number in Cincinnati. And we all know that owners have long memories because, I mean, he was a great quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks in Cincinnati. He, 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 he's basically had a, 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 basically had a great career. Uh, and actually, I love the way he looks at players uh, from, from every standpoint, but especially the fact that, that he was a player rep, the president actually, a great player, uh, uh, MVP, and, and now he's become basically a legend, not only on the radio, but also on CBS. And if you think about it, I mean, he, he really understands how, how people need to, when they only have one chance to make money. And I'm a little disappointed sometimes in Tiki because, I mean, I mean, I mean he was a great player too, but, but, but Boomer was, was an MVP. And, and I'll tell you something, he really, really understands that, that this player, he's a good player, he's solid, and he deserves what, what he deserves to get. And I'm very surprised when a lot of these people lowball him because you only really get one chance. And I think that he's done everything right. And I'm very disappointed sometimes in some of the take of some of the hosts when it comes to Daniel Jones. And I tell you something, the Giants, if they don't keep him, they're going to be in the same. They'll be like the Jets. They'll be floundering looking for a quarterback. What do you think? Thanks for the call, James. I, I, I understand, uh, you know, Boomer's takes. I've heard him speak about it some. And I think that he speaks as a, like you said, former um, member of the union, president of the union. I, I didn't know that he was, but he speaks like he, you know, he knows and he played the position and he understands the money. He sees how much money these guys are getting compared to what the guys he played with are getting. But Daniel Jones is 25. He's going to get another contract. If he's as good as everyone says he is, right, he's going to get another payday. Um, what I don't like is the fans that, you know, build you up to break you down just to build you up to break you down again. Going into the season, they didn't pick up this guy's option for $22 million. They didn't have faith in him. A lot of people listening did not have faith in him. And then he showed up and he worked and he proved who he was and what he was. And now he's like, hey, well, you didn't pick up my option for my first contract. I'm a free agent. I need to cash in. I have a family. And uh, he's going to try and get top dollar. But the conversation shifted today when you see what Geno Smith got paid and when you see what Derek Carr got paid and with the deadline looming tomorrow at 4 o'clock, we're going to get some information. Tiki, I don't think, talks down on Daniel Jones, but Tiki is realistic. He's a Giants fan, former Giants player, that definitely has connections in the organization and watches the team and covers the team as a radio host. And what I can understand about, you know, Tiki's perspective talking about Daniel Jones is like, hey, this, this is a team. Last year was cool and all, but don't you want to get back to the playoffs? Don't you want to take a step forward and win more than one playoff game? You can't bankrupt the team by paying Daniel Jones 48, 45, 40 million. That was never realistic. And very soon we'll find out what actually is. We got a break right here. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.